All right. Hello and welcome, everybody, to In the Guard, your one-stop shop for all things combat, sports, you know, the MMAs, the boxing, not too much going on in the fight world. But we are coming off the heels of UFC 265 interim heavyweight title match. Uh, Derek the Black Beast Lewis versus Cyril Bongamin Gan. All a bunch of French stuff rolling off the tongue there. Uh, so let's go dive into the car, right? Right, right from the let's, main event, let's right? Let's start from the top. The slang of the beast. I mean, I think it kind of went uh, about as to be expected. I mean, the way we both kind of saw it happening, you see the strikes, almost 100 more Whoa, landed. 16. Yeah, that many. That Dana White gave him a few extra Yeah, I think they doubled there. it. I mean. In the pre-fight or the press conference, he said it was like eight. But that's only punches. Mm. That's solely punches. That was solely punches. So yeah, it, it was just a one-sided fight all the way through. We knew the, the 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 you know the the script for this, right? Derek Lewis had to land that one shot, which he could do that to anybody and beat anybody if he does. He's done it time and time again, losing his whole fight. He's the type of guy I'm losing the whole fight till I win it. Yeah. And then he had Cyril Gan, who's one of the best heavyweight MMA fighters I've seen in a long time. Like he is sharp. The only moments Lewis had was in those scrambles away. Trying to hit those big shots. Other than that, he couldn't even get near him. And then, and then the, the pace of Gon. Gon can fight ten rounds. It looks like he, we've seen him go five a few yeah. times. Doesn't slow down as the fight goes. He can grapple. He hasn't hasn't had to use it too much lately. But he does have a heel hook victory. He's a choke victory. He can win this fight anywhere it goes. So again, that's why we both were heavy on Gon going into yeah. this. We both had him locked in for DraftKings. We both had him in our heads up picks. And you know, I mean, interim championship. I know a lot of people like to shit on that which I don't get why they're so mad about that because he still has to fight Francis Ngannou, and whoever wins that fight is going to be the champion regardless. So, like, why are you so mad? Like, uh, I mean, I, I would be pissed if I was Francis, but I think it builds more hype right. for the next fight. It, absolutely. And I, I don't – like, Francis, you're still going to walk up with a title. You're still technically the champion when you walk in there, right? You're still considered a champion. You're still going to be the main event. You still were going to fight the winner. Your life has not changed whatsoever for Francis Ngannou. It's some ego shit. You're going to make more money. That's going to feed the ego. Yeah. It's going to be a bigger money match now. You have a, a they could sell it as, you know, the unification fight rather than just, oh, this, you know, new challenger coming through. Especially yeah, I mean, because gone. I think gone's a better opponent than Lewis. Like, yeah, Lewis beat him. What a boring fight. No, right. That would be a terrible main event. Mm -hmm. We've already saw how that goes. It would be the same thing. UFC played it well, I think. Right. And now, especially because a guy like Ciro gone, who outside of the hardcore people didn't know before, now you can sell him as this fucking interim champion. Now they, oh, this guy's got a belt. So the, the casual fan can, can buy in a little bit more. So I think that was brilliant for all parties involved, so I don't get the uproar. It's like, not like they stripped the title from France and said, you know what, you're not going to get the title shot next. You're going to get the same fight you would have got mean, regardless. And he's a heavyweight because of the way he's built. Oh, yeah. Not because he's lazy. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, Derek Lewis. Derek I mean, could probably still be a heavyweight, but he could probably get down to probably what two forty. Yeah, but did he lose power going down that small? Yeah. Who knows? Derek Lewis has a, been very clear from day one why he's in the fight game. Accumulate as much money as he can. Yeah, he said if he gets a championship, he'll take it. But at one point, he said he didn't even want it. He didn't care about it whatsoever. Mm. Recently as well. Right. On the Rogan podcast, right? They yeah. say that would be kind of cool. That's so about I'm it. I'm not that interested in being a champion. I yeah. just want to make money, paychecks. Right. So he's cashing out. Entertaining guy on the microphone in between fights, stuff like that. You know, one of the best Instas, which Gon kind of got him on his uh, – he is okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tw clap back on Twitter today. But, again, Derek, Derek Lewis has kind of hit his ceiling. He's better than a lot of guys, but the cream of the crop, he's just not – I think he can better. hang with those, you know, five and upwards. Yeah. And he's, I think he is an awesome, awesome gatekeeper. Yeah. 
like like you you you're sleeping your way up here like zero gone. I've crawled my way through. I passed every test. Here's one more. I got through the I got through the beast, and now it's time to go try to slay the champion. Right. Well, so I mean, what is what is uh, Lewis do here? I don't want to see a Lewis and Rosenstruck. Well, Rosenstruck's fighting who? Is he fighting somebody? He's fighting Blades. Right. Yeah. That's well, the winner of that fight. Because I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch with Blades. I'm sure Blades wouldn't mind a rematch either. And then either. who's Tybura fighting? He just got a fight too. Volkov. Volkov. Tybura yep. and Volkov. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a Lewis and Stipe fight, but I don't think Stipe wants any part of that. Yeah. I don't think Stipe wants to fight anymore unless it's for the championship, which I don't well, get. Well, but isn't that the argument now that uh, Stipe and Jones? That would be great. Yeah, I'd be all for be that. I think that's what Stipe should be pushing for instead of that heavyweight championship. I don't care why he, why he, he cares about that anymore. And, and it's better for his legacy. You've won that title twice. You have the most defenses at the heavyweight yeah. division. You really can't do anything else you in the heavyweight division. You've beat Magano once. He's beat you once. Right. You're, you're arguing. You, if you beat John Jones, you can start calling yourself, I'm the GOAT. You know, I, I was I was the best in the heavyweight division of all time, and I beat the man that everyone else is calling the goat. That's that's the fight that, especially Stipe, you don't have many more left in you, right? Go for Jones, and I think yeah. he could beat John Jones. I think he could, I think like he could that's well. a pick 'em fight. That's yeah. a that's a pick 'em fight for sure. And who knows how John's going to be sitting out so long? I know he came back good his last time when he fought OSP, but again, we all know OSP could take fights off. Um, so I I think that's where Stipe should be looking to go. So I guess you know Lewis, he probably wants a quick turnaround. They might throw him some. Maybe Sakai. he Sakai or Sakai if they want to build him back one up. Of those other guys got fights already. So did the Dawkins and Abdur Ramanov get rebooked? You might see, if it does not. You might see a Dawkins Darius Lewis fight. That might be something that comes down the pipeline for sure. Because I don't know what's going on with Shamil. Because they got it got re it got like rescheduled and then I think it got canceled again from the reschedule. So I don't think it's happening again in September. So. If Dawkins is looking for a fight, I think you might see a Derek Lewis Dawkins fight end of the year. Because who knows what's going on with Shamil Abdurakhmanov, and we all know where Cyril's going. I don't know if it's gonna be this year or not. Another good one. Well, this played out kind of how I expected it to. I figured Jose Aldo would beat the brakes off Pedro. We were joking about this last <laughs> night. That it was blows my mind that Jose Aldo is younger than Pedro Munoz. Yeah. And he's younger. Than, yeah. Yes, he's younger than me. <laughs> I thought I he was. What, he's what, 32? He's like 32, 33 years old. Munoz like 35, 36. Yeah. The, it blew my. I, think, I remember watching like Jose Aldo when I was young in WEC, you know, yeah. 15 years ago. And this guy's only 32 years old, whatever. It's, this is it's a, that insane. was another fight to continue to build Aldo at Bantamweight. Like, I don't know where he goes from here, though. I don't either. He like, ain't being Sterling. He ain't being Jan, obviously. And then TJ's out. TJ. He might beat Jan. He might be Sterling too. I I mean I think Aldo can beat anybody. Will he get it? He already had the Jan. It'd be a lot to try to sell another Jan fight though yeah. to get that. Well, Jan finished him, so he'd have to beat. Yeah, what about Sanhagen? Well, he just won though. Maybe Rob Font. Hmm. Rob Font's been chilling, or like maybe Aldo Morais. You want to get Aldo another knockout win, so Aldo can get a finish. But I I think the fight might, it would be Dillashaw, but he's out with that knee injury. Yeah. So we don't know how long EJ is out. Sammy Sanhagen. Well, he'll be out till Jan and. That would be a good bounce back Sterling. fight for Sanhagen. Because I, I was kind of talking about it because Aldo want to keep it standing. Mm. Uh, Corey's not to worry about the grappling as much in that fight. 
and it kind of give him a chance to kind of rebuild yeah, his, I mean, his name back Aldo's up. Aldo's young, but how much does he really have left? He's had so many wars. And I, I, I just I worry about Corey against grapplers. So he, not just the TJ fight, the last fight, Al, Al Jermaine put him down real quick and stopped him real, real fast. So a big, heavy, wrestling-style type guy he'll struggle with. But a guy like Aldo, I think, is right in his wheelhouse. Yeah. That made a good, a good bounce-back fight for him. So, again, that's two top five guys. That might be where that goes. Munoz, I think he slides down a little bit closer to uh, maybe well, a Sunsell. A Sunsell like to go. In. I would love to see a Jimmy Rivera rematch. That fight was yeah, great. That's great. But again, Mirab, Mirab might be or where he goes. Vera, Vera I, yeah, Vera. Damon. Any one of those guys in the bottom in the bottom five right there, Sunsell, Mir. I think Mirab might be where he ends up going. Because you don't fall down that low. You lose to a guy in the top five by decision. It was it was clearly an Aldo win, but it wasn't like a total ass-kicking. You know, it was yeah. it was three ten nines, I think, for sure. But, again, he was in the fight. It was fun. It was competitive. So I wouldn't drop him too far down the rankings. So, again, the guy in the – again, I think Mira's look, always looking for a fight. This one was fast, ended quick, but in the opposite way that yeah, I thought well, it was going to go. Maverick was taking his back, trying to throw a hook in, and Luke scrambles out, does some kind of a reverse arm drag into a Darce choke, and finishes him. I mean, I was we were heavy, heavy Michael Chiesa, DraftKings, all that stuff. Yeah. I thought he'd be able to get the – we all know that Vincente Luque is a great fighter. I mean, he's top – Six, number six in the welterweight division. He's beaten some big names. He ended Tyron Woodley's career. He's finally put a nail in that coffin. He's beaten some good. He only real loss I like was Wonder Boy, right? Wonder Boy caught him with that knockout. He can bang yeah, with everybody. Else beat him too. Didn't Cowboy beat him? Was it Cowboy? Maybe that was a, long, a while back. It had to be a while. But I'm talking about like in recent. Yeah. His recent run where he's kind of you know made that climb towards the top. We got Randy Brown, Tyron Woodley, Nico Price. Those are, you know, he lost the Wonder Boy. Beat Mike Perry. Like he's beating some good fighters. Yeah. There's, he's got a uh, Barbarina. We saw at a bash. Okay. A long time. It's 2017. He beat Price twice. Nico Price is not an easy fight. He beat Nico Price two times. Yeah. So again, he's he's been beating some legit legit fighters, but he does have, or he has historically had holes in his wrestling game. Like, if you couldn't wrestle him, you can get him down to the ground, you kind of control him, and we all know that's what Kiesa wants to do. So I kind of thought that was the path to go, and, and he kind of got it. He kind of got it there, but he couldn't keep control, as we see right there. Well, so uh, Michael released a statement. I want to jump out in front of the town. First and most importantly, congrats to Luque. He's a stone-cold killer and class act. I look forward to seeing what's next for him. It was an honor sharing my octagon with him. To say I'm embarrassed is an understatement. Physically, I was in the best shape of my life. Mentally, I was battling myself every single day. I put too much pressure on myself in this fight, and I cracked. Historically, throughout my career, every time I faced adversity, I came up short. I turned around and grown tremendously. A couple more wins, and I'll be back in the mix. The goal remains the same. My belief is I'm so strong, and I love every single person that supports me so much. I mean, it's not like you should be that embarrassed to lose a Vicente Luque. No. Like, but I think it's the way that he lost, you know? I mean, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. I, I mean, th I think that's a he easier. Probably this is my strength, and he won't sub me. But that, that's does. also something. That, it's like that, you know, getting that one punch flash KO. Like that's less heartbreaking, I think, to me than if you have a hard fought battle and you lose a decision. If some guy, anyone can get caught, you can get got any single night you step in that cage, whether it be submission, whether it be knockout. This is not like a definitive. Oh, I just own this guy. I caught you in something. You slipped up, and we we I locked it in there. So I again, a guy two top. Five, you know, borderline with a Luke at six mm -hmm. fighters. You shouldn't be ashamed of yourself for losing that fight. It happens. Yeah. 
Um, and then, then Luke, like I was talking to him right before the card, so I was like, I feel like I very highly disrespected Luke yeah. throughout this. I did not give him the props he deserved, and he's going to bite me in the ass. And sure enough, yeah. he did well, bite I me in the ass I picked him straight. I, had, I thought he would knock him out because Case will get tired from trying to take him down. Right. But I had Case a heavy DraftKings for sure. Yeah, I, I think that was like the he was the chalk, chalk of the night. We'll talk yeah. more about that in Whiskey and Wagers. But, yeah, going forward, I mean, they, Dana White, Usman, even Ali all kind of said that Luke is that next guy yeah. after Colby. Or if Kobe falls out for whatever reason, something happens with an injury, I think Luke is right there to hop in. Mm. So we're going to get <laughs> Gilbert and Leon or what? That might be the fight. Leon just keeps getting jumped. <laughs> He's got to get a good win, though. Like, what's his last big win? Like, okay, Nick Diaz, but, like, one, he almost got knocked down round number five, and Nick Diaz is not a top 15 fighter, yeah. and he just showed up and fought that day. Bilal Muhammad, which ended with a knife poke. Yeah, an eye poke. It was a no contest. So he didn't yeah. even get a win for that. It's so like, one more, like, Leon Edwards, yeah, you're top class. You need to get a big win, though. You need to beat a guy like Gilbert Burns to get in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's keep rolling. Good fight here. Kind of story of Angela Hill versus Tasha Torres. You know, a history repeats itself. And then not just in, like, this story of these two fighters because Tasha Torres wins again with a de- decision over Angela Hill. This is what Angela Hill does. She fights close competitive fights, and she loses close the competitive decisions. decisions. That yeah. should be – I kind of talked about it. There's a few fighters in here. We'll talk about that yesterday. Kind of lived within her name. Uh, and, again, this happened again. Good competitive fight all around. Tasha Torres is looking like she is climbing herself towards that title picture. Yeah, she just does not stop moving. No, and she, got, she, she mixes in that grappling. Yeah. I will say Angela Hill looked a little slow. Yeah. Like and, she was a step behind. and that and that's weird because she usually crisp, sharp, fast, precise with her strikes, and they were slow and looping yesterday. Torres seemed to have her chasing, and she'd hit her in there in the mix, right? And clinch and just like she usually looks like a textbook Muay Thai fighter when she's in there. Everything looks sharp, on point. Yeah. We know she struggles with the grappling, which I kind of why I went with Tesha. I thought she would get her down and hold her down because Hill tends to accept bottom position once she gets down there. But I was more shocked, like, wow, her strikes do not look crisp. The fact that Tessa Torres threw 322 strikes in a fucking three-round yeah. fight is insane. Wow, 144 significant landed. But, uh, again, close fight, two chicks. I guess the, this rivalry is com- completed now. Yeah. I don't know what we do with Angela Hill. She's working her way to be an announcer. Yeah. She, I mean, no, she like is. no, no. She she does the stuff with ESPN. With, with she with also Dominic calls and she also calls uh, fights for CFFC. I think mm. some lower level UFC's got her like going through the ropes and learning that whole game. I think she's gonna be the first female play by play person. That's what they're building up to be. Um, again, she's had a, a great career. I don't think she's like washed. Like I think she can still do both. But I think she's gonna be way more on the t- the production side going forward, kind of like uh, like Dom Cruz is. Like Dom Cruz ain't retired, but he's way more on that production side than he is that. And I think that's where yeah. she's kind of headed. Again, we're Tessa Torres. Where are we at it here? And give her your JJ. Fuck it. Joanna want that fight? Joanna does. says she's being very picky about her oh, fights. Yeah, she doesn't need to be though. Yeah, she no. But she said if it's not for a title or big money, I don't want to do it. Well, and that's not going to be you. She's got the money to do that, whatever. So that, yeah, that's not going to be it. Yeah. Well, she, well, what, the, what she said, and she had a good point. She goes, that uh, Yan, uh, the Zhang fight, that took a lot out of me. That was crazy. I put everything into it. Got the shit beat out of me. It had all kinds of bruises. Yeah. There was a lot to come back from that. It's like, and I don't want to go back in there unless it's something worth going back in there. I'm, I'm, I've established my career. I have my legacy. There's really no need for me to fight unless it's really worth it to me, which I respect her for doing that. But you got Tesh Torres. I mean, Mackenzie Dern? Did yeah. we get a Dern fight? Well, Dern's fighting. Oh, uh, Rodriguez. Marina, yeah, Rodriguez. Marina. Gladelia hasn't fought in a while, right? Jan Jonan. She's off a loss. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give her a winner, but there's really not any. Like Gadelia, what's she doing? I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think that's where we'd go with that. Stag- stagnation in this division. She keeps posting about her uh, her subscribers or whatever her website is. It's not only fans, but it's one of her personal sites. She's like, oh yeah, it's got a new subscriber. When are you fighting? <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know what Nina Nunes is doing. She's probably on the COVID list because of Amanda, right? Uh, maybe. So who knows how long that's going to I mean, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they, they've crossed paths. Yeah, <laughs> another close back and forth fight. And another fighter living up to his name, right? Loses by decision. Casey Kinney, Casey Kinney. versus Song Yadong. I just don't think he mixes it in enough, man. Like He doesn't. He's, he's just a little bit underactive <laughs> on the feet. Doesn't mix in the grappling well. Somebody on Twitter, I forget who it is, and I'm not going to be able to give you credit because I can't remember, but they said Corey, Casey Kenny is nothing but TJ Dillashaw without the IQ or EPO. <laughs> and that kind of fit because he can compete with everybody, but he loses tight decisions and he always claims robbery. And I love, I love to bash the officials. Let me get out of judge anytime I can. But when you are always the one in these decisions, you are always the one on the wrong side. Yeah. You are part of the problem too. You are not, you know, separating yourself enough. It's not just one time you got screwed. It's a reoccurring thing. You're the only one that stays the same. There's different judges, different opponents. You're the same one in that cage. The Dom fight was one of them. This is another. Like every fight, uh, the Wood fight was a close one. He edged out, right? The Nathaniel mm-hmm. Wood fight on Fight Island. Yeah, he, makes you wonder what kind of concoctions Megan Anderson's c- cooking up. Because ever since he said what he said, he's been on a spiral. <laughs> She's with, doing some voodoo shit to that poor guy. And on the other side, too, <laughs> Song Yadong is no fucking slouch. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of one of the last uh, members of Alpha Male still holding strong down there. But he's also a young fighter. I think he's only like 24, 25 yeah. or something like that. So he's one of those guys, every time he steps in the cage, he can show exponential growth. Mm-hmm. Like He's learned so much as he goes. He's always been solid, whereas Kenny's a lot older than I thought. Yeah. He's like the opposite of Aldo. I thought he was like 25. Years old. Right. Yeah. I was like, man, he must be like 26, maybe. He's like, he's in his 30s, though. And I think he's kind of established himself as that just outside the top 15 style fighter. A tough fight. Like, put him in a, obviously a different weight class, but like the Lando Venata territory where, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's a good fight. You know, he's going to be tough. Yeah, it's, he's, but he's never going to be part of the big picture. Yeah. Especially at Biden Weight. You can't lose one in that division. You lose one, you go to the end of a long, long line. The fight of All the right. fucking night. The only fight I got to watch on the undercard. It yeah, we got Bobby King Green and Rafael Ataman Fiziv, and it was everything I wanted a fight to be. It's a great fight. Yeah. Fucking Fiziv, though. So technical as combos and shit. But, like, as much as he's technical offensively, Green is so technical defensively. It just made for a great fight. And he's to got a fucking chin on him. Yeah, and also the way he rolls with punches. Like, he can see him. He rolls he see, with him. He, he sees him. And that's, I think that's why he was able to eat some of those big shots. Yeah. He saw everyone coming. He was able to he absorb was it. He on him there for a bit. I'm like, the, damn. He definitely won round three, which arguably would have 10-8. The other two rounds are pretty close. Yeah, I gave one and two to Fazeev. Two's close. Two, two is close. One is like, close, What do you look too. at? Because, like, Bobby like Green... They both, all three rounds, the, the only one, the only decisive round was round three, where yeah. Bobby Green beat the fuck I out of Rafael Fazeev. maybe going to Green, but right. I thought Fazeev had that. It, they were both very, very tight rounds. Yeah. I, I could see a 29-28 Fazeev, but also because he had, he, somebody gave him a 30-27. Somebody gave him round three. Yeah. Well, the, the stats are a little misleading because Bobby Green did double him up in round three. Yeah. It was, so he, a lot of that big distance was done in round three, but again, it goes to show... This round-by-round scoring system. 
I, I don't know if it's the best time, if it's the best deal, especially the old the fight keeps going. Again, he beat the fuck out of Rafael Fazeev, and I think everybody in here and probably even in, online agrees. He wants if there was a fourth, <laughs> if there was a fourth or fifth, fourth and fifth yeah. round, Bobby Green's winning this fight. Nate Diaz fight league. Yeah, he was he was dying. He was fading. Those big kicks were taking a lot out of him. And Bobby Green was he could have fought five more rounds. He was ready to go. Um, so again, close fight, great fight for both fighters. I like both these guys. Yeah. Uh with the best call out of all time. Yeah. I had a feeling about Green. I was telling you that draft. Yeah. Like, Man, I, I, think, I switched to him. I think Green can do I, something. You talked me into it on that yeah. one. I, I, like, oh. I switched to it. Almost came through, right? He still is very high scoring, too. For yeah. a, like, He had like 60 points in a loss, which is crazy. Um, I would love to see these guys run it back, but I think Fazeev's going to move up. Well, I'll definitely watch Green fight. Anybody yeah. from that? I saw somebody. Yeah, I saw somebody whisper a Nate Diaz Bobby Green fight. Sign me up for that shit. Yeah. Sign me up for that all day, all night. Fazeev, again, I want to see him go against the guy who's going to wrestle him. Test and I, his grappling. Let's yeah. go, Gregor Gillespie. Let's go with that one. Because, again, I don't think Gregor's got a fight right now either. So this is gonna be. I didn't see any of these. This was a very, very another very close competitive fight that could have went either way. I agree with the Morales decision. I think he edged out and he kind of led the dance all fight long. He was always the first to throw. Draco had some good shots for sure. Did he not do much with these takedowns? No, they're takedown get up. Takedown. Well, this is two losses up. for Draco too, right? And right. He's kind of had some high hope. Right. He got well. He got knocked he out got by knocked fucking fuck out uh, by Zahabi's little Zahabi's, brother. Yeah. Uh, Eamon Zahabi uh, Where Vince kind of His debut He lost a close Vince fight. beat who, Eamon Zahabi too But who did he lose On his debut And he lost like A close decision know. Or something But he is He is a, they both, This is a really good fight It's it's It, it could have went Either way But again I feel that Vince Morales Pushed the pace all the time He should have got the win Because I think That Draco was playing Defense the whole fight He never really Established his game. But he He was hitting Some sharp counters though It wasn't like He was just got His ass beat I think it was uh, Edged out like he was winning ten nines, but uh, you know a couple more strikes, or if he did a little bit more with his takedown, that was the biggest thing. And he did take him down, but every time he did, it, it was a pop right back up. Mm -hmm. It was a pop right back up. No floor work. I think I think Joe needs to talk about this next one. <laughs> <laughs> I was extremely disappointed in the fact that uh, Menafield would not fucking end Herman in that last round. The whole fucking last round, he's on one leg, and Mike is a big proponent, like. He's got one arm and still Jody's like, I feel <laughs> this fight should have been stopped earlier in the fight, though, too. There was a point where he was laying into him on that cage and not responding. I'm going by the rules that are established. I'm going by the rules that are established. Yeah, just like the Mike Rodriguez fight. Hey, but well, he could barely stand that fucking leg, but they didn't stop that. But they made uh, they made Leonardo start though. They I, made they stopped her. I, I agree. Like I, the rules are inconsistent, and I could have saw them stopping this fight when they fucking between round two and three, he had a third leg growing out. And of I think with no fans, they do don't they don't stop it. The fans are booing. Remember, the fans got in when the doctor was checking on Herman's leg. The fans were in there booing, and it was really loud. I think the doctor got swayed by that. Mm. There was nobody in there for the Leonardo fight, and they're like, oh, no, this is over. She said she wanted to go. She, the, the first she goes, maybe we'll talk about that when we get there. But, again, Menafield dominates this whole fight. Ed Herman's a tough motherfucker, though. Yeah. I got to give him that. He was taking yeah, yeah, he he, bear, <laughs> he switched for a little bit, but then go back to it, put it in the front, and the Menafield will uh, kick it. I'm shocked that Menafield was able to last three rounds, which is kind of scary for the 205 division if this guy can last three rounds. His biggest thing was always gassing out, and maybe that's why he was so passive in round number three. Like, he was getting tired, and he probably felt, I've hit this motherfucker with everything, and he's still coming. I can get caught. <laughs> I mean, that's always the next thing, because he was worried, like, you know, the first fighter is a dangerous fighter. 
Yeah, and, Her- and Herman was still in that. He was not out of that. He was like, come on closer. Come get me. Come get me. He's like, make this guy come to me. No, he was totally playing. He was totally playing defense the whole time, which sucks because I did like Menifield by knockout as my pick for sure. Is that, are those new tats that he's got or what? I don't remember seeing those. No, no, no. Ed Herman just looked like he – I love it because he was like he just got out of the bar. He just left yeah. the fucking bar stool to get in a fight, and he went, like then he went right back to it afterwards. It's kind of like what Ed Sheeran's going to look like in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking the prince, the former prince, <laughs> no. whatever the fuck his name, whatever, the redhead prince. Yeah. The uh, Oprah, Oprah Harry, prince. Harry? Harry, there you yeah. go, the Oprah prince. I'm pissed at Oh, you got a name now, Atomic. Which is, I mean, but it, it does, for him in the long run, the fact that he can win a three-round fight shows, shows a lot. A two-round fight is what happens. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing happened. You should see the the fact that he was able to stand up. Menafield has gassed so bad in his fights where he does not finish a guy fast that I'm surprised he's able to even avoid Herman in that round three. Like he's been so gassed. You've known it, right? Like 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 Menafield has been so toast and he did not. I think that might have been the game plan too. Like control yourself because even like when he was twenty, he was haunted by that. Like don't get finished in the third round. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, like, but even, like, if you notice, like, when he was trying to finish him in a cage, he's throwing those weird hammer fists. Like, he wasn't throwing punches. He's, like, throw, throwing these short fists that probably didn't take that much energy. He didn't want to He didn't want to gas himself out. He's like, I, gotta, I don't want to burn myself out in this fight. And I think that's what the game plan was for his whole team. Like, hey, conserve energy, conserve energy, conserve energy. And maybe he can balance that a little better. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, he was totally just avoided. He's like, don't hit me. The last round was all. Right. The last round was total. This was a beautiful fight. Well, we called this one, too. Pen A. Pen A's grappling in this round was outstanding. Um, Carolina Kolokiewicz and Jessica Pen A, too, blast in the past. Like a fight from yeah. 2014, right? And Carolina's fought some of the best of the best at strawweight. Well, but well just, so is Pen A, though. It's just her inactivity. I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't trust it. Well, Car- Carolina Kolokiewicz had the edge standing. We knew that, and we knew where it had to go for um, Penny to win, and that's exactly what happened. She got that fight done, and then did not come back up. She was transferring from submission to submission. Yeah. She ended up getting that arm bar. She went for chokes. You know, she took the back body triangle, transitioned back to the front for arm bar, and she had that fucking arm bar in deep. That elbow was going the wrong direction. It was basically the Tony Ferguson, Charles Oliveira. Only thing she didn't do was put her fucking arm. She didn't put it in her armpit, but she had that torque on there. Mm. It was a fucking deep, deep arm bar, and she got that first round sub. That's four in a row for Kowalke, where she's lost, yeah. I don't know. She hasn't fought. She, she might be done. She fought like twice in fucking four yeah. years. Penny, she said she wants to get back in the cage fast, too. She's like, I missed the time. I can't make up for it, but I can fight as much as I can until I'm done. She's getting older, too, right? Right. How old is she? I don't know, but 30s probably. She's gotta be, she's got to be mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, again, she was fighting when they first put this division in. Did ever fight uh, Nico Montano? <laughs> She's out. They cut her. Did they finally do that? Yeah, that's something we couldn't talk about. But yeah, they cut Nico Mondonia. Good, uh, good. The the card is the the prelims were outstanding. Lots of finishes. This one probably KO of the night. See, sixteen seconds. We'll talk about that. Ode Osborne versus Mano Cape. Real closely fought fight. Tough pick. We kind of I went back and forth between who I wanted to win this fight or who I thought was going to win this fight. I wanted Ode Osborne to win, but Mano Cape came to the UFC. All the fanfare. He's former, um, was it Ryzen champion? Ryzen, Ryzen yeah. champion. Highlight real knockouts. His first two fights in the UFC kind of lackluster. He didn't really show out his skills. It was a well, case. He looked good in spurts. Yeah. He just make, keep, keep, keep and he, a fight IQ kind of showed, like, I don't engage. He, he kind of had the Macy Barber thing where I don't fight for two rounds. And round three, I come out there and I turn it on and look at the best fighter in the cage. Yeah. Did he miss weight, too? Yes, he missed weight by four pounds. And Ode Osborne, wow. yeah. 
Ode Osborne coming down from featherweight, was it? Mm-hmm. Coming down two weight classes, hit his weight, and I thought he'd have the reach, the size, all the advantages in here, but Cape hit that fucking jumping knee. Put Ode out pretty er- down early. I don't know if this fight should have been finished, though. It was very, very close. Ode was still in it, and they were so close to ending the round. There's 16 seconds left. We see 444, and Ode instantly like, what are you doing? When, when they stopped the fight, he wasn't like, I'm going to grab the – you know, the, the guy gets knocked out. He stands up and, like, puts the hands up, or he, he looks at the ref like, what are you doing? He's just literally like, I'm, I'm defending this guy. Why are you stopping it? So it might have been a little premature stoppage. It was a good first round. Competitive fight could have went either way. As you see, look at the strikes. They're, like, right on it with each other. Um but yeah, Cape had that jumping fucking knee. It was, it was somehow it got his fucking black belt. They gave him a jiu-jitsu black belt for landing a jumping knee knockout. There was something else when we saw that guy got his black belt. There was no great. Rackage, got, no, Rackage, yeah. He got his brown belt, belt for fucking leaning on the cage. Yeah, they just said if you win this fight, no matter what you do, you're getting your black belt. I'm gonna start kicking people in, on the mats. <laughs> I'm gonna start kneeing. Watch out, guys. I'm gonna start kneeing in the face so I get my black belt. Uh, another great fight: Miles Johns versus Anderson Dos Santos. Uh, Bantamweight night last night. That just shows how deep this division is. Dos Santos, the veteran, has like 40 pro fights for John, up-and-comer, and it was just a one-sided affair. Yeah. Fucking Miles Johns chewed up Anderson's Dos Santos' leg. If you thought Ed Hermans was bad, Dos Santos was 10 times worse. He couldn't stand on it. Sick handlebar must he he, he kept coming forward. He, he, again, give his credit. He fought. It took almost a whole fight, almost a whole fight to get this thing over with. Johns looked sharp. Another guy kind of – it's funny, uh, parallels – Guy that's known to kind of gas out, right? He has a knockout power, good wrestler, but if you kind of weather his storm, he loses steam and he, he's lost fights that way. So that was kind of the narrative here. Could Dos Santos weather that storm? But man, Johns was good, controlled, picked a shot, and then hit a, a as my son said, a double punch, double punch. <laughs> a, a.k.a. a hook to the body into that overhand right to put a, the, yeah, a combination uh, to put him out. So yeah, Miles Johns moves on, climbing up, El Chapo. And Dos Santos might be on his way out. Mm. Getting 40 fights in, you ain't got that many more left, right? And this one kept the streak alive. The last five UFC pay-per-views, there has been a broken bone. <laughs> They're five in a row. Uh, Melissa Gatto versus Victoria Leonardo. Gatto making her UFC debut undefeated. Um, been popped for a PED, so that's why she hasn't been in her debut in a long time. She does have two draws. Which is crazy. They have an undefeated record. And uh, who was it? She, she she has a big win over somebody that's in the division, uh, in the regional circuit. That's kind of why everyone's so big on her. Jiu-jitsu style. It's got to be on tapology. But um, I can't forget, I can't remember her name right now. Uh, someone who's fucking beating the fuck out of. Is it Lemus? Someone who's fucking cl- on fire in the UFC right now. Yeah, hit that typology. I can't remember. Man, she's pretty good <laughs> there, huh? Carol Rosa. That's who it is. Yeah. She she beat uh she finished Carol Rosa with an with Kimura. And oddly enough, that's how she finishes this fight. Uh comes out looking sharp on the feet, which is a shock because she's more known for jiu-jitsu. She has jiu-jitsu tattooed on her shoulder. Um but got it down to the ground, got her into that Kimura. And the first round, I guess it was, and it was tight. It was in there deep, but uh Lombardo Lombardo, I kill on Lombardo. Leonardo. Ninja Turtle keeps getting her way out of it. And uh, I guess at the end of round two, she says it to her corner. Well, I guess it's her husband's her corner man. She goes, I can't move my right arm. And he's like, are you okay to fight? She goes, yeah. And he's like, but I can't move it. She goes, try to move it. She couldn't move the arm. The doctor comes, I guess, with a big fucking dent in her arm where the snap was. <laughs> and Nagato said she heard it when she had the Kimura in, in round one. So she fought, a, she fought a whole round with one arm. 
And, it, and then if you go back and look, you see she doesn't really throw it. She doesn't really mess with it too much. Um, so Gata moves on. Definitely has some – she's definitely a good prospect coming up, again, with the jiu-jitsu. But what shocked me was how sharp her striking was. She was fast-paced, sharp hands, piecing up. Leonardo is – I've seen she's not the highest, highest level fighter. She's kind of like, here, test, test your metal real quick. But, again, I think Gato will be, especially with that win over Carol Rosa, who's fucking kind of clowning the UFC right now. So she's, uh, yeah. she's a player in the game. As long as she stays clean, you know, she's undefeated. It's two losses for Leonardo coming off contender series, huh? Yeah. She shouldn't have won that contender series fight. We talked. We talked about that. <laughs> I was pissed that she won that fucking mm. fight. Who was it? She be hacking her. I think it was. Yeah. First fight of the night. First fight of the night. The Afro Samurai Jimmy Simmons versus Kid. I'm not even gonna try to say that. Kavimbo. Kavimbo. Johnny Munoz. Another submission. Uh, jujitsu specialist. Jamie Simmons, basically known for his wrestling, has some nice knockouts in the regional circuit, but has not looked good in the UFC. Mm. His two fights that I've seen, and then it finishes. And one thing I noticed watching some of his film is. On the regional circuit, he's been in like some bad like triangles and like, and he's got out of them in slams, which means you pretty much don't know what you're doing when yeah. it comes to grappling because it's not a good thing. A good a good grappler, it's gonna get tighter when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as he gets to the UFC, Johnny Munoz hit him with a fucking body lock takedown in round one that kind of showed me okay, this guy has no shot. If his background is wrestling and he's known for this, like I think he's like Michigan State champion wrestler or something he's like that. Body and he's getting body lock takedown by a guy who's a jiu-jitsu guy and a better striker. This is gonna end quick. So round one, Munoz was a little bit testing the waters. And round two, he takes it down pretty quick and then ends with that choke to put him, put him out. Um, Munoz again, a guy I was high on in uh, DraftKings. Didn't really perform as much as I want him to, but yeah. again, he did get the finish win. He did get the finish win. And I think Jamie Simmons might be going back to LFA or wherever he was going before that. <laughs> if he's lucky. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's – we won't go over the next fight. We'll do that next week. But yeah, because there's no card coming up this next week. Uh, how did we do in our whiskey away from the book? Well, I stayed away from the book. Yeah, I didn't I, play the book. I didn't play any sp- sports book yesterday. Not even a part uh, of it. Did all right in DraftKings. Again, that, that Michael Chiesa saved me from um, getting uh, – not save me, it wrecked me, so I couldn't get any uh, big big cash outs. I did end up positive on the night with a, like a three dollar p- profit <laughs> to my, my buy in. So anytime you walk away with that, but again, Kiesa really killed me, and the Ode Osborne. Yeah. I needed one of those two guys to pull it off. You know, my upset pool wasn't good. If I had a little bit more uh, Jessica Penne, I probably had a lot so better. So who came night. in, Penne, and uh, who was the other good value? Penne guy? was really really was Bobby a, Green. What, well, Bobby Green lost, so he really get it. But well, Jessica Penny had like um, she won. But did any of the others win? Um, yes. Let me look this up real quick. I had it, I have it listed here. But again, yeah, the, the underdog circuit did not do all that well. I feel like it was a very favorite heavy night. Penny and yeah, very very favorite heavy night. Let me look it up. I'm looking up the score right here. I got the scores right here. So who would have been optimal? Gato was the highest scoring person on this. So if you had some Gato, you were good. Jessica Penny had 107. I think the, the the real fucking steal was Tasha Torres, 97. But again, there was not too many underdogs. Song Yadong technically was an underdog. He won. But Manafield underperformed. Fizzy. So basically, the key to winning yesterday was not really going with the 9K or the 7K. That 8,000. Oh, faded the main event, That 7,000 range is what won the fight. I don't know if that would have worked. But I mean, it probably would, though. Yeah, because, I mean, Gato Cape. 10-8, Torres, well, Luke, you probably could have finished all those people. Luke who plays first in, in my. Yeah. Alex. yeah so uh, Alex and then he had Pene, Yadong, Morales. Morales won the underdog. Yeah, Luke, Gato, and Cap. So he had he faded the main event and won the whole time. I mean, the big and the big and yeah, that's um 
That's the one, the big one, five seventy one oh five. That was the yeah. winning lineup yesterday. Five seventy one, yeah. Yeah, five seventy one point oh five. So yeah, it was Penny, Lucas, Diodong, Morales, God. So pretty much hanging in Cape. Only one nine K guy. It's pretty much let's hang out in the mid range yesterday and you would have won your money. All the eight thousand fighters and the high sevens are what got you there. Um, well second place was five of six with Green in that tournament. Yeah. Well Green yeah, Green's the reason I, I cash too. So Usually you want to try to make yourself on your value side. The value side really didn't come through too much. I say, like we said, it was. Uh, I really thought Odie Osborne was gonna fucking beat Manokev. Mm. I thought he was bigger. He'd be faster a little bit, and he'd get done. Who knows if he doesn't get caught and that fight goes on around two or three? Maybe he pulls it off. But again, anytime you walk away from the card table with a little bit extra money, even if it's only like two or three bucks, you know, you, you love to play another day, right? That's that's story DFS, right? You just cheap, chip, 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 chip until you knock one out the park. Um, as far as head up pick, we both were ten and three yesterday. So the only fights Good we night. disagreed on, we split. So yeah. you had Luke and I had Kessa, and then you had Draco, was it? I had Draco. Yeah, Draco Morales. Other than that, we agreed on everything that went yeah. down. Um, I thought but, I had Penny. I can't. I had so we going into the next week, or we got a week off. I'm still up one. Still up one on the year. It's gonna be tough to beat me, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not, I'm just bored with winning now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was in lead six months, so. Were you not in lead six months? You didn't take over to April. No. Yes, you took over the UFC. That was a long three months then. Yeah. April, May, June. There's a lot of cards. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a card there every week. a shitload of fights. Yeah. Think of it. It was the, the it was 300? the, what year, what card was it where they came back to fans? That's when you took over. That's Jacksonville? Like, yeah, the Jacksonville card. That that's when you took April. over. That's when I had that. Yeah, April. That's you right. Went two and ten. Yeah, with that terrible night. That's when you took over. So yeah, six months. I think I went bad last card. Not this one, but the one before. I was not good. Yeah, but anyway, we we go on. We have plenty of fights. A not, not too exciting card coming up next week. But we'll talk more about that when it does come around. Just right, um, some news, some fun. Cody Garbrandt, Kai Kara France, making his his entrance to uh, yeah. flyweight. That's one I kind of I kind of forgot about. Yeah, giving him a I guess it's supposed to be a tune-up fight. I think it's a great move for Cody. <laughs> Go to that division. It's a fight he can win. I just don't. He, he's at one thirty-five. Get the fuck out of that division. Go up or down. Look at Ode Osborne. It didn't work out for him too well, but hey, I skipped one thirty-five from one forty-five. Didn't work out for Dillashaw either. You don't. You but you don't want to be in that one thirty-five division. That it's too like the one like third like the, like thirtieth ranked person is like Song Yudong. Like that's how yeah. good that division. It's so deep. If you lose one fight, you go so far to the end of the line. 125, you got five guys you really got to worry about if you want to try to win a title. Yeah, you know, Brandon Reno's legit. You know, D- Davidson Figueredo's legit as well. But there's not nowhere near the depth in that division. So, again, I think it's a great move for Cody, and it might be a chance, last chance to get a title, be the world you championship. Should be able to win this fight. But yeah, for sure. You never know. Yeah, you know, the, the, the glow is off the diamond when it comes to city kickboxing, right? They mm-hmm. had their moment in the sun, and they only have one man left standing, basically, and that's Izzy. Uh. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Don't blink. This is. I love what Justin Gates he said too. Can't wait to punch your face. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> he's like, hell yeah, I'm excited. I love to fight people I hate. Or he's like, that's I'm so you know I, that might be the exact quote. Basically, I'm excited because I love beating up people that I don't like. Yeah, he's like, a- I can't wait to punch your a- face. Pa- or apparently, Mike, Michael Chandler is a really unlikable guy in person because uh, Josh Thompson hates him too. Mm. He always makes jokes. Yeah, I hate people that have the word blessed tattooed on them. <laughs> but he's, he's specifically talking about Michael Chandler. Uh, this is going to be a quick fight. I mean, as much as I'm talking about Michael Chandler, he's got the same power as Gaethje. What's going to strike first? Is Chandler going to hit that heavy overhand, or is Gaethje going to eat up his legs 
and uh, take that out before he ends it with a big overhand right. Don't blink in this fight. Under one and a half rounds. Let's see who, who lands first. Yeah. And the winner might be right back in that title picture. It's a hard fight to pick. It's who it's it's a throw you know throw you throws up yeah. in the air. Well, uh, like DraftKings, that should be the eighty two eight eight thousand. Khabib on Hotboxing with Tyson said Gaethje was the hardest hitter he ever fought. He, he never fought Chandler. Him. Yeah. Well, he well, he fought Conor and Poirier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, Poirier is again. He's he's more precise with his striking. Yeah. He's not like the big old, the big highlight real knockout. Oh yeah, he did. But uh, yeah, no, no, Gate, no, no. No, you want to see a Gaethje highlight? Watch Gaethje and Cowboy. Gagey fucking puts Cowboy's lights out. It's, and that's when Cow, Cowboy was on a run, too. He had this beat out like Quinta. He was working his way up, and Gagey put him to sleep. Yeah, Justin Gagey don't play. Um, but Dan Chandler doesn't either. Khabib also is a little biased. He is all part of Team Ali, so, of course, he's going to talk He's gonna talk up Gagey a little bit. So yeah. I love me some Justin Gagey. Again, I had, I had Gagey to beat Khabib. I was big on that, and it, it turned out terrible for me. Although going back and watching it, that leg kick was landing, mm-hmm. and Khabib was hurt by it. And Khabib has said since then, yeah, he if if he if he had a few more of those, I might not have been I might have been done. Yeah, especially with a broken foot too. Yeah, but yeah, Khabib. That's what shows why Khabib's Khabib. Uh, RDA, speaking of which, Makachev. this will be fun. It'll be a good fight. This will be fun for. Guys like us, they should hide this in the card though, because casuals are gonna hate this fight. I just think it's gonna be age is gonna win this, and Makachev's on the right side of it. I am not so sure. I mean, I will pick Makachev. I don't think it's a really. I mean, Dos Anjos is gonna be right where he wants to be. That fight's gonna, it's gonna be a grappling match. It's gonna be it's gonna be a chess match on the floor. And Islam, for as good as he is, he's not Khabib. He can be taken down too. And, and he, but he, when he's he's not as it seems like his pressure isn't as heavy as Khabib's is. He doesn't hit as hard from the top like Khabib does. He's more about trying to hunt a sub type, and doesn't really bother a guy like Dos Anjos who has done jujitsu his whole fucking life. Yeah, that's right. That's where he, I mean, it's Makachev should be the favorite. I'm gonna pick Makachev in this fight, but this is probably a 65-45. Like I think 65 percent chance for Makachev and Dos Anjos a 45 percent. It's a pretty close fight. Sometimes I do know yeah, some of them because guess what? Guess who's the favorite in the heavyweight championship match? Zeragon's the favorite. I see it. I I, I he's just a better fighter. Yo, hey, well, they've got odds on best fight odds for this. What do you think it is? For M- minus 200 for Makachev. Higher than that? Minus 420. Oh, give me Dos Anjos <laughs> there. I'm betting Dos Anjos is plus 330. Give me that. He give opened, me that. So he opened plus 265. Money give has come in to bump him up. To give me that. Dos Anjos is the world champion. has not fallen off. He, he just beat. He, he has not fallen off. Like, they were supposed to fight when that Paul Felder fight. And, yes, I, Paul Felder's dude, retired. I kind of like Jing, uh, Jing Liang at plus 280. Uh, Jingling? Hamzat's minus 350. Jingling's going to get fucked up. Are you mm. out of your goddamn mind? Gaethje's Did you forget Hamzat Chimaev? Did you forget who that guy is? <laughs> we hadn't fought in a while. He had COVID. I don't care. He's going to uh, fucking beat the shit. You've seen Jingling fight. He's nothing. Gaethje's minus 160. Chandler plus 134. Poye minus 160. Oliveira plus one thirty. Is that fight booked? No, but it's just odds. No, Poi is waiting for fucking Conor McGregor again. He's gonna fight Conor again. Uh, he's, a, he's a year out. I think uh, Dana said he's at least uh, eight months. Yeah. 
Why do you think Justin cares? I'll sit out for a year, enjoy my money. Yeah. Probably get his wife pregnant again. But if you lose to Oliveira, you don't get that kind of fight. I don't know. I feel like Connor's just like Diaz again or something like that. Oh, I'm all for that. I'm just not where Dustin, but but Dustin wants it. <laughs> Dustin wants that ATM. Dustin's like, let me go back to the ATM, and get some more money out of it. This is free, free money for me. I don't have to work that hard to beat this guy. Robbie Lawler's the favorite too, minus one sixteen. Oh, give me Nick. What's, yeah. what's Nick at? Minus one hundred two. Give me Nick. Robbie has not looked good lately. My, Robbie fucking lost to Ben Askren. All right. <laughs> Chikadze. It was sketchy ass finish, but but he's the only one that fucking Ben Askren was able to fuck with in UFC was Robbie Lawler. Everybody else beat the shit out of him, including Damian Maya. So I mean, Robbie Lawler, I love the guy, but he's not what he once was. Who was it? Was it Neil Magny, right? The fought Lawler and just totally fucking manhandled him. Yeah. yeah, so I, I don't I don't know about Lawler in that Yeah, fight. I think Lawler's just and Nick may not have been fighting, but he's all he's hanging out with the boys. They train. He's always in shape. I have, we saw when when Nate came back. Nate didn't look like he lost his step when he came back. He fucking knocked out Anthony Pettis. Mm. Uh, all right, let's keep going. See what else is going on. Carlos Condit getting challenged for Mickey Gall. I am always down to see a fucking Carlos Condit fight. And what yeah. I saw from Mickey Gall that last fight against was Jordan Griffin. Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams. Yeah. Man, yeah, Jordan Griffin's out of the out of the UFC now. Yeah, he's also a bantamweight or flyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. both named Jordan. I mean, people out. like to hate on Mike Perry. But he's not really a slouch. He just know? doesn't fucking he train. Just doesn't, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't do what fucking. He needs to do. Right, he doesn't improve. I'm sure he trains, but he doesn't like improve his skills. He's a decent grappler and shit. And he's got a fucking iron chin. Yeah. Iron chin. I'm always down to see a Carlos kind of fight. And again, Mickey Gall looked so fucking good in his last fight. Let's see it. I'm sure Condit's not a worried. I'm mad about that. Condit, yeah. no. He lost no, he, his last fight though, right? Yeah, but he won two before that. Yeah. And he and he was, it was a close fight. He just fought um Max Griffin. Like he just—that's where I got the Griffin guy stuck in my head. Max, Griffin, Ma- yeah. Max Payne, and it was—I mean, Max Payne beat him, but it was—it was close. It wasn't like. That fight is gonna be so. I mean, Kobe might win that fucking fight, man. No. Uh, all right. That fight was super close. Kobe might have won round one if it didn't end. Yeah, but who won. has improved more since that fight? I think Usman's been more impressive. He's also had some fucking hand-picked opponents that fit him pretty fucking well. I mean, but he knocked out Masvidal, where Masvidal was supposed to win that fight in very convincing fashion. Uh, but uh, when? And then he fucking... When was Masvidal supposed to win either one of those well, fights? Well, in the striking department. And then he straight rides him but we, into the shadow but we, 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 uh, And then he does the same what, to Burns pretty much. We all much. know what Masvidal <laughs> is, though, too. Uh, Gabriel, uh, Gilbert Burns gassed himself out. Yeah. Gilbert Burns clearly gassed himself out. He rocked him. But the thing about Kobe, he's not going to get gassed out. He's going to avoid Usman's power, and he's going to make Usman get tired. Well, listen, Covington's talking about he that Usman is the CEO of EPO. <laughs> he knows firsthand that he gets shot. He's injected in into his ass. He, Marty Juiceman. Yeah, <laughs> Marty I, I can believe that. So no but, longer Marty fake newsman. Yeah. <laughs> and he, has, he has to pivot off that that gimmick a little bit. But um, he's always had that for 2024. But but Kobe's <laughs> the toughest fight in that division. He ain't the best fighter. Oh, I but, agree, he's the best but, opponent. But for the him. fight that he's gonna bring to him, what you gotta do, is hard work, and he's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be taxing. Again, That's he 
He's the only one that's, that's one pushed. He's the only one that's pushed Usman. Yeah. I mean, Gilbert rocked him for that one second, but then Usman cleaned it up. Everybody else, he's just gone through. Get back to Melissa Gatto one more time. <laughs> she does not look like that in a fight. Yeah. That's her before she cuts all that weight, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for this week. It's a cool short episode. Yeah, now right before the break, which is, works good. Yeah. In the middle of a move. <laughs> the shorter the better. Get that week off. Um, but, yeah, we come back for, was it, Cannoneer versus Gastelum. Yeah. We'll break that fight card down a little bit. I guess they don't have the full card. Yeah, they don't fucking know what the hell is going to happen. This I do think it's hilarious that there was no fight cancellations last week. Oh, they swept that under the rug. Come on. And it's, on and it's Texas. COVID three, isn't real at least down there. three. Well, fucking Vegas. Nevada doesn't fucking care either. Yeah. But uh, there's going to be at least three cancellations for this fight. At least. Well, we know what the world's going to happen in the world between now and then. Well, we, at least we know UFC is going to be okay. Maybe. They did it. They've already... Variant but of the variant. But what I'm saying, even when the things were at its peak, UFC was going on. It was. They're, they they got. Yeah. Is this the end of the world? No. Does COVID take us all out? No, it's just evolution. <laughs> I don't think the government will do that again anyway. They can't. But we do know that fights can exist in, during pandemics. Later, y'all. Yep. 